When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, but open it up to the the end where you guys have taken little like made little notes all year long and little doodles and you drew a picture of your teacher that's us with giant noses and like giant ears lots of like uh s's made out of a bunch of angles Mm -hmm, because that's still cool um and then you guys at some point like you you ripped out a little piece to to send a note to your friends um those little notes are facebook (laughs) oh boy because the because the class is sending each other notes, but it's on Facebook. Oh, gotcha. get it? Bad start to the last episode. <laughs> um, because this is the final. I don't even know. It's not a final chapter. What no, is it? This is the epilogue. Yeah. To the entire series. But there's no epilogue to a textbook. What's like at the end of the textbook? That I mean, there's no epilogue to a textbook, but there is an epilogue to books. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. Hi and bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is it, guys. Yeah. This is crazy. What do we even do now? I uh, stop telling people that um, we're going to have to take a week off when That's true. <laughs> things get nuts. It's true. Things can, can just get nuts now. Yeah. And we don't have to be like, uh-oh, what about the podcast? Right. Until we start a new one. How, did, how have you felt about this whole podcast journey, Tanya? It's been really enjoyable. Um, sometimes it's been overwhelming because when we first started, it was like, eh, well, if we take a, t- a week off, it's whatever. And then people started listening to it. And then I felt like we had a responsibility to them, which is great. Like, But we're just parents of a bunch of teenagers who have full-time jobs and stuff so it's not like i don't know we don't we don't make money off of this or anything so in priority wise it was always the first thing that we had to be like well i guess we can't record this weekend and sometimes i felt really bad about it yeah and and we'll still be there to talk to people in the facebook groups we'll still eventually let you know what we're doing next Mm -hmm. uh but by and large, this is going to be the last time we talk to some of you. Yeah. Because it really is kind of like that teacher and, and students kind of thing where you're like, okay, a couple of you we're going to still talk to, but the mm-hmm. rest, like we have, I don't know, on any given week, hundreds of listeners, right? Mm-hmm. Like hundreds of different listeners. We only have 10 people who regularly post in the Facebook group. Right. Which means and like hundreds three of, people who post on Twitter. Hundreds of people just don't interact with us in that way at all, which is fine. It's right. it's a little odd to me because it's so weird to know that hundreds of people are listening that don't interact at all. Right. But that means that you're not going to know what we're doing next. Right. You're not going to know what our plans are. You're not going to 
be able to say, hey, what do you guys think about this episode? Right. When we go back and rewatch something or you go back and rewatch something. Mm -hmm. That's weird. So goodbye to you guys, I guess. Yeah. Goodbye to to you all. To you. People. People that we've never heard from, but have heard from us. Like every week. Yeah. Um, For how many years has it been now? It's been about a year and a half, I think. No, it's been a long time. (laughs) I mean, the amount of changes that we have gone through while recording this show that everyone has been there with us for them. Like, we were not married when we started recording this show. And now it's like, we're just two married people that do a podcast. We're just two married people. (laughs) What were we before? Just two random people. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. Our kids all became, like, grown-ups. Like, yeah. if you think back to when they did their takeover and did the werewolf episode, they were so young. Yeah. So young. And now Caden is actually an adult. Mm-hmm. And... And Aubrey's almost there, and Finley's in high school. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, everyone's been there with us while we got a thousand animals and heard a rooster crowing in the backyard, and I don't know. It's such a, like a bittersweet thing to think of all the things that everyone has been through with us, and... Look at that, Mr. Turner making one last appearance on the show. He's saying farewell. Yeah, he's riding off into the sunset. Wow, he's really riding, though. He is, <laughs> he does not want to be I here. I think he popped a wheelie. I don't think he was very happy with us, actually. That was a statement drive away. Um, anyway, how have you been, Tanya? Wait. What? How do you feel about the whole podcast experience? I didn't know if you were going to ask me. Um, it's been great. It's been really fun. Uh, it's, it's really weird to have this thing where, where we just enjoyed the TV show, right? And, and how did this show come about? It it, it was, wasn't more so than I was doing other podcasts and you and I thought it would be fun to do something. Mm-hmm. And at some point you said, what about a Boy Meets World podcast? Because we watch it so often together. And I said, we could call it Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. And as soon as I thought of that name, I was like, well, now we're doing a podcast together. Right. Because I like that name. Um, And that's literally how this happened. And the first two episodes were recorded and didn't put online for forever. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we were like, okay, let's take this seriously. Uh, The other podcasts I'm doing uh, are going to fall apart very shortly. Um, let's have fun. Yeah. And then it turned into more and it turned into uh, a fun thing and a, and a social thing. And then it turned into also a commitment that sometimes we were like carving out four hours every week of a, of a mm-hmm. busy life is hard. It really is. And it's just so weird. It, it's, it's very strange to be over. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've quite enjoyed it, and, and it's been really fun to 
see Boy Meets World completely differently. Like, we're never going to be able to just watch it again without having thoughts of, oh, yeah, we did this podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this is probably how I felt about it then. Oh, yeah, I paid way too much attention to how Corey responded in this situation. Uh, now I can just watch it. Uh, so it's it's really strange. It's very odd to me. I will never be able to hear the final theme song, like the one that they use with six and seven, uh -huh. um, without hearing Cameron singing the intro for their guests uh -huh. on their podcast, Boy Meets World Fever. Um, Which, by the way, if you're if you got a hole in your heart now, go listen to Boy Meets World Fever. Yeah, I think most people probably do. I, I definitely the people who interact with us do, but we don't know mm -hmm. about the other people. That's true. Uh, Chance and Cameron are fantastic people and mm -hmm. really fun to listen to. And we'll be making an appearance or two still, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I was about to say that. We definitely are. Um, and I think that's one of my favorite things about this show is we never push to get to a point of having like we never marketed ourselves we barely even posted online no, like, in fact sometimes i would post about us and you would be like why'd you do that and <laughs> I, I was like, like attention and i was like never doing that again cool let's just <laughs> stay the course and so the people that we've gotten to interact with throughout this like four or five years that we've been doing this um while it's not like a huge quantity, we never got to the point where we couldn't keep interacting with everyone who wanted to interact with us, which is amazing. So we have this really cool community and through it, we've met other people who have Boy Meets World podcasts and Cameron and Chance are phenomenal. Um, and we met Mike and, and did his podcasts, uh, which are not Boy Meets World podcasts, but they were so fun to do. And... The network and the community around niche podcasts like this, it's been such a cool experience. Yeah. 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 That's how I feel about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it ha so, yeah, how have you been? I've, how been? I've been good. How's your final, how have you been? Um, it's good. So, little known fact is we were going to record an episode last week, which... I mean, I guess that's not a little known fact because we did say we're taking one week off and then we took two weeks off. But last weekend, we watched Thor Love and Thunder. We did. And we almost recorded a podcast about Thor Love and Thunder. We were absolutely going to. And then Tanya came home from work very angry. And exhausted. And exhausted. And... So now I'm going to talk about Thor Love and Thunder for a minute. Cause... Okay. Let me kick back. <laughs> Let me kick back because I don't have as many thoughts as you. Thor Love and Thunder is a film that has not had the best of reception. Um, it has mediocre reviews. Lucky for them. I don't like Marvel movies, so I don't go into it with an expectation of, ooh, what's going to happen in this Marvel movie? Because I hate Marvel movies, except for the Thor movies. And it turns out Thor Love and Thunder was one of the best movies I've seen this year. And I laughed so hard because it was so funny. And then I cried so hard that I could 
not, I absolutely could not compose myself for like 30 minutes after that movie was over. It was so incredible. And I have gotten all my coworkers to watch it. And they're like, eh, it was fine. And I would really, really like someone somewhere to watch it and love it as much as I do. First off, I loved it. Second off, all of the guys that I play D&D with loved it. They, really? they were the ones who were telling me, you've got to watch this, uh, that, that people aren't being fair to it. Yeah, they were truly not being fair to that movie. Um, it was so funny. It was so obviously like Taika Waititi. It was very much like his humor through the whole thing. And it was incredible. You're incredible. Oh, thank you. So all you have to say about it? Well, I could go into the fact that Christian Bale will be snubbed at the Oscars for his portrayal of gore. So you've Um, already decided to be upset about it? Well, I know based on the reception and the fact that it's a Marvel movie that he's not going to get nominated for an Oscar. But he should. He was so good. Yeah? Yeah. It was it was so good. Yeah, it was a really good a uh, really good movie. Um I quite enjoyed it. It was very very um emotional. Uh it was very silly, very slapstick and a lot of people had problems with that. Uh, I thought that part was great. It's a campy it's a campy movie. It's a campy genre. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a movie about Thor. Like a superhero that's a Norse god. Mm-hmm. Like why wouldn't it be campy? Why Why would you want that to be taken too seriously? But then at the same time, because it has that campiness, the darkness that it holds in it as well comes across as far darker mm-hmm. and less like I'm taking myself too seriously. Like it actually felt like here's this lighthearted, funny stuff. And now, oh, my God, this terrible thing is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's... Um, great in these movies that's part of what makes spider-man good when it's good mm-hmm. is spider-man is fun and lighthearted and campy and then something tragic happens mm-hmm. and that offsets it if it's just tragedy after tragedy now it's the walking dead and that's not as fun to watch you know right. um but yeah it was a great movie uh and absolutely isn't getting the respect it deserves also maybe didn't deserve to be cried about nine times in in the course of the movie but that's you i guess are you saying i shouldn't have (laughs) cried so much no no no. crying is fine i'm just saying that the movie itself like it was a it was a 10 out of 10 but it wasn't a 15 out of 10 uh but i thought it was very good uh have you been watching anything else before we before we send people on their merry way well Abbott Elementary is back for season two, Mm. which is like breaking news. It's back. It's still wonderful. It's still incredible. Only one episode is out. I thought you were going to say it's like breaking bad and you were like, this is their breaking bad season. (laughs) Now the teachers get real serious. Well, I'm very excited about this season. It's going to be 22 episodes long. Uh Uh-huh. That's so great. It is. It's going to be like... Back when, when seasons were that long, like with Boy Meets World. It's so exciting. Abbott Elementary is so good. Also, it's fall. 
I don't know if anybody noticed, um, but it is autumn officially, so it was time to watch Over the Garden Wall, and I did that yesterday while I baked bread bowls and made butternut squash squash soup. Squish. Squish soup. Um, so Over the Garden Wall, Abbott and Muntry, Thor Love and Thunder. That's it. Have you been watching anything lately? Uh, no. I don't think so. I don't think I've really been watching anything. I've been playing video games. I got a Steam Deck and it didn't work and uh, sent it back. Um, so, that's about it. I, I restarted playing Zelda Twilight Princess, which is one of the only 3D Zelda games that I've never finished. And, uh, God, that's a good game. Mm-hmm. This time I'm going to finish it. You also finished another book. That's true. I finished another book. So, uh, did we talk about Song for the Wild Bill? I think briefly. Uh, I... We both read Song for the Wild Built, and then I read the second book, which is Curse for the King. No. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, part it's something five. something for the Crown Shy. Oh, Prayer for the Crown Shy. Yes. Uh, it is a, a phenomenal series. Yeah. Uh, the first book took me some time to get into. I think it's important to say that because it, it the book doesn't become what it is until about halfway through. And it's a short book. So it's not a long commitment to get halfway through. Yeah, the author is Becky Chambers. Don't know who that is. I mean, that's the author's name. If they look up Becky Chambers, then all of her books will come up. Apparently, she is a well-known author. I, yes. had, I had no idea who she was. Um, but the book itself is just full of heart and um, philosophy. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, really, really good. And the second one is better than the first one. Um it's not like markedly better, but because the entirety of the book is already established, you don't have to go through that beginning of the churn. The churn mm-hmm. that I, what I thought was a churn. I don't know how you felt about it. You seem to be taken with it just immediately. Yeah, I was taken with it immediately. But I really love mundanity, I guess. It makes me feel like it's like a warm blanket. Like, People finding comfort in their own mundanity. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the whole beginning of the book, they're, you know, going through the motions of doing what they are, you know, looking forward to doing in the future as their career or their, like, calling, essentially. Um, And so that's a good start for me. Like... You're not you're not dropped in the middle of any kind of action or anything like that. It's like a slow start where you're kind of getting to know the character and getting to know um, why they're doing what they're doing and what their thought process is like. And it's very soothing and calm. And halfway through the first book, you realize it's it's like meditation. I mean, there are like paragraphs in there where you're like, I, I need to focus on what has just been said quietly for a few minutes, because it really is like reading meditation and parts of it. It's very soothing, wonderful story, but incredibly thought provoking, but in a calm way. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're incredible. If you guys heard heavy breathing during Tanya's reading of that, it was not 
It was not me getting excited over her talking about the book. That was our dog having a serious dream while she was talking. So he was uh, chasing something in his in his dream. And yeah, he's going to fall off the bed excited. if he <laughs> moves anymore. Yeah, he is shaking so much. Um, anyway, yes, that's what I've done. I, I read those and I've, and I've played around with some games. See, because part of it is I, I got that Steam Deck, so a lot of my time was spent just kind of like setting it up, figuring out how it all works, different things I can do with it, sending it back to the vendor so that they can fix it. Mm-hmm. Because the B button didn't work. Yep. Um, so I don't have anything exciting to say on our last on our last four four yay. Our last four four a It's not a foyer. <laughs> Welcome to our last foyer. Please leave your shoes at the door. <laughs> oh, anyway, how'd you feel about this? This. TV show, Tanya. About Boy Meets World? Yeah. Um, all in all, I loved it. I still, there's still so much value in it. And it was not easy. And I, I do want to make sure that's known. Like, it's not easy picking apart something that you love so much. It's not easy watching something that means a lot to you with a critical eye. Um... It's not easy acknowledging characters that you love being super duper flawed when you thought they were perfect and looked up to them when you were a kid. Like, but when it comes down to it, it is still such a sweet and funny and oftentimes thought provoking show. Um, they handled a lot of things well, um, I, I think for the amount of things that they didn't handle well, there were at least three times the amount of things that they did handle well. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's been a really nice journey and sometimes a really surprising one. Yeah. How did you feel about this, all the episodes? Yeah, I, I echo that to an extent. I mean, it was, it was really great um and and obviously there were episodes that we didn't love and and there were seasons maybe that we didn't love Mm -hmm. looking at you season seven but by and large it was a great experience uh walking through it and picking apart was weird um because you're right like it did it did at times it added so much to the experience of this show and at times it took it, it ripped value out of the show mm-hmm. because there would be something very heartfelt and fantastic. And then something would happen after that would negate that. And instead of being able to just focus on that great thing, we would end up also picking apart that bad thing. Mm-hmm. So it is a great show and it, it is fantastic. And, and what they did was great for the time and continues mm-hmm. in a lot of ways to be great. Mm-hmm. And that's what made the the parts where they they went astray so frustrating. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was a show that was always astray, it it wouldn't have been as frustrating because we wouldn't have been expecting more out of it. Yeah, it 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 would have been like I don't know if we were to go back and watch 
married with children. Yeah. It would not be jarring or surprising to hear the misogyny in it because that is what that show was made around. Like it was satirical misogyny was the basis of married with children. Compare that to like Boy Meets World where you're watching this boy learn about life. It makes it that much more jarring because like we have kids and we know kids and there are certain things that's like, I really don't want them to know that or think that way or whatever. Like we can't make our kids think a certain way, but I don't want those like anti-values introduced to my kids Mm -hmm. through a TV show. Um, but like, I mean, it was still far fewer than the good values, I think, that were introduced in that show. Yeah. So, on that note, Mm I want to kind of play a little game today. Okay. Um, I've put together one for you. You've put in one, you've put in one together for me. Puddin. (laughs) And, uh, the, the... The idea I had is I'm going to go through and I'm going to name some episodes that we did. Okay. And I'm going to tell you the quick blurb about the episode. And you're going to try to pick apart. What? You're you're going to try to tell me whether you and I liked it or disliked it. Okay. Or whatever we may have said about it. This is going to be so difficult. I think I'm going to be so bad at this. Well, so the first episode I'd like to ask you about is season one, episode five, Mm -hmm. and I have things set up here, but I did not do a very good job of preparing it. Welcome to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. (laughs) So season one, episode five is Killer B. Uh, Feeny helps Corey prepare for Geography B. Eric takes a date to a concert. How do you think Tanya felt about that episode? I I liked that episode. How do you think Alden felt about that episode? You thought it was okay. <laughs> you and I both thought it was good. It, it was hard early on. I mean, the word we both used was good. Mm-hmm. But it was hard early on. I didn't realize how long it was before we started actually doing, how did you feel about this episode? Mm-hmm. We just talked about it. Right. Um, so there aren't specific feelings, which made it difficult to write anything down. And also a huge... Huge waste of my time today (laughs) is going back and trying to figure out how I was going to do this. So there isn't much for season one. That's the only season one episode I did. Uh, Season two, episode four. Mm -hmm. Me and Mr. Jode. Corey and Sean learn a lesson about having something to lose after trying to stage a student walkout in protest of an English literature exam that was to be scrapped. What do you think? You don't get much time to think about this. And if you're going to think, you got to start making noise so I don't have to edit a lot. Um, goodness, this is hard because just from that, I'm like, I think I liked that episode. But even if there was one tiny thing in there, I know there were problematic things in that episode. What do you think? Top of I your think head. I liked it. What, do you, what about me? You liked it. I said... It's more important here for me to say what Alden said. I said, that was really good. And you said, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm. That was about the extent of your review for the episode. I mean, you talked... really? I mean, obviously, you and I both talked a lot about our feelings about that episode. But to, to put it 
in one final thought, I said, I thought it was really good. And you went, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm. All right. Season two, episode 13, Cyrano. Uh, Sean and Corey are strong-armed into helping, frankly, God. Sean and Corey are strong-armed into helping Frankie charm Gloria, the girl of his dreams. Their tips help Frankie score a date with Gloria. The problem is, Gloria just happens to be Harley Kiner's current girlfriend. What did we say? We both loved this episode. Is that what you think? Yes. Final answer? Yes. Uh, actually... What? I said, I don't know, it was kind of home improvement and you said... Agreed. We actually did not like this episode very much. What? Um, there, I mean, there were more thoughts there, but overall, by and large, our thoughts were like, they were good parts, but God, there was a lot of home improvement-y stuff. Wow. I know. I told you I was going to be really, really bad at this. Well, I was shocked when I went back and I heard that. Because you think Frankie's in it, we're going to love it. Right. Um, now, you have something for me, too. Right? Yes, I have some trivia questions for you. Okay, you do that while I pull up another episode or two. All right, let me sit sideways like you so I can have my phone out. All right. So, when Eric mentions to Corey in season one that he thinks Corey is jealous that Topanga likes Eric, Corey says, Oh, yeah, I'm jealous. That's just what I want to be Topanga's boyfriend, and then we can name our kids blank and blank. What are the weird names that Corey says? I don't remember in any way, shape, or form. I want to say it was like Moo Moo and Gaboo or something. <laughs> You're really close. Moo Moo and Gaboo is really close to Chewbacca and Plankton. Oh. Uh, Did you want another one? Yeah. Well, here's an easy one. You'll get this one. Bad news. Probably won't. Uh, I hope that you do. When Corey is going through regular changes that all boys go through during puberty, what does he think is happening to him? Oh, he's turning into a wolf. A what? A, a what? werewolf. Okay. Link, yeah, Link turns into a wolf in the Zelda game that I'm playing. Yeah, but that's not what we're doing right now. Okay. Are you ready to, to do a couple of, of guesses? Sure. Okay. All right. So let's do season three, episode 11. And this was City Slackers. Corey and Sean sneak out to Mr. Feeney's cabin in the mountains for a weekend of unsupervised mischief. They get more than they bargain for when Mr. Feeney catches them and end up learning a few things about their old teacher. I think I liked this episode. And I loved the like heartfelt part where Mr. Feeney is telling Corey about the stuff in the cabin. And I think you thought this episode was okay. I'm wrong. You're very wrong. You Well, I mean, you said it was so sweet. I felt a lot about this episode, which is the Tanya story. <laughs> uh, and I said it was great with great character development because okay. it was like there was so much character development in that little bit that really kind of changed thoughts on Corey, Sean, and Mr. Feeney mm-hmm. all in one fell swoop. Yeah. Um, okay. Good Good guess. Good guess. Uh, season 3, episode 17, The Pink Flamingo Kid. Corey accidentally catches a thief on tape 
at Sean's trailer park. He plans to enter the footage in a news contest, but hesitates after Sean... After Sean admits the thief is one of his relatives. Okay, so here's the thing, and this is what I'm having trouble with. Is I feel like I liked a lot of these episodes, but that I had qualms with them. And I definitely know that I had a couple of qualms with this particular episode. But I feel like I still liked it. Okay, and how did I feel? I have no idea. You gotta guess. You thought it was great. (laughs) Okay, you said, and that, you you get points for this. You were close. You said it was really weird, it was memorable, but not great. Okay. Um, And I said it was fine. Okay. Um, Do we want to do one more, or do you want to do a trivia question? No, I'd like to do one more. All right. So, let's go. Season 4, episode 7, Singled Out. Oh. Eric lands a spot on MTV's dating show, Singled Out. Meanwhile, Corey has his tonsils taken out. I don't like this episode. And you thought it was fine. (laughs) Okay, you get points. I think, um, I mean, I guess for both. You thought it was fun because it was nostalgic. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fine, it was fun, it was a decent TV episode. All right. All right. Time for some trivia. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, that's why I said time for some trivia. How many different actors played Topanga's father? Oh, shit. I was just talking to Adrian about this. Um, I want to say it was four. Uh, three is what I said to Adrian, but I th- felt like that was wrong, and it's four. I think it's three. You think it's three? I'm pretty sure it's three. Okay. Here's the thing. When you do a trivia... You have no to one, know the answer? No one's ever... Like, like, when you hand your test it's in... three. When you hand your test into a teacher, they don't go, I'm pretty sure these ones are right and these ones are wrong. No, there's three. Where did Corey go with Sean and the guys when he took off his wedding ring and then lost it? Uh... He went to the club, like the dance What's club. What's the name of the club? Oh, shit. Can I get half credit? Because I'm not going to know the name. No, you can't have half credit. We know he went to the club. Zanzibar's. It's called Cleavage. Clavage. Clavage. See, remember, it's okay. Now you can have half a point because you knew how <laughs> to say it right. Okay. Got any more for me? Yep. What episode did Ben Savage's brother play in? Uh, it was, I don't remember the name of the episode. It was the one where he was Topanga's teacher and he hit on her and got inappropriate with her in the uh, the dorm room. I think that's good enough. Uh, what do you have written down? Do you just have the name or do you have the season Everybody and Everybody loves Stuart. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Okay, your turn. Season, season four, episode twelve. Mm-hmm. Easy Street. Corey takes it, gets a job at a restaurant controlled by the mafia. When Sean tells him who owns the restaurant, Corey quits. Sean takes Corey's job to earn money for Christmas. I liked this episode because it's a Christmas episode. I did not like the end of it, where Corey comes out 
and like basically makes it so that he fixed everything for Sean and Sean said like this is what you should do kind of stuff but why are you whispering <laughs> I don't know because I feel like I'm getting it wrong okay I know I liked it because it was Christmas I know I didn't like Corey at this point when it came to the like class distinction between him and Sean and you you thought this episode was fine <laughs> <laughs> so you said I loved this episode and I said I thought it was fine Yay! It, it was fun um okay okay season four episode 21 cult fiction sean joins a cult mm -hmm. Corey and the others try to snap him out of it but it's not until jonathan's in the hospital that sean sees clearly i really liked this episode okay and how did i feel you really liked this episode um, so you got that right. I thought it was very good. And you said, I don't know. This was a rough run, rough one due to my history with the church. Mm -hmm. But it's still a good episode. Um, overall, you said you had a hard time watching it and you couldn't really get into it. Um, your turn. Give me some trivia. Did Eric and Rachel ever date? Did Eric and Rachel ever actually date? No. Mm -hmm. Wow. I had trouble with that one. Did you? Yeah. Okay. You got um, any more? Who's the creator of Boy Meets World? Michael Jacobs. <laughs> when playing the marriage game, how did Eric spell penguin? Oh, no. I don't remember. I, rem I remember that the, it was the answer to something that was clearly not a penguin. Mm -hmm. And Eric was like, penguin. And then Mr. Feeney was like, Eric, that's not even... And then Rachel held up her board and it said penguin and they just got really excited. It was so cute. It was so funny. Uh, but I don't remember how he spelled it. Give it a shot. P-I-N-G-I-N. -I -N. No. He spelled it P-E-N-G-W-I-N. -I ah, I was close. I was close. Do you want another one? First, season five, episode one. Uh -huh. I want to know how you felt about it. I want to know how I felt about it. Okay. Actually, I already know, but I want to know what you think. This episode was called Brothers. Sean meets his half-brother Jack and wants nothing to do with him, but Jack, Sean, and Eric end up sharing an apartment. I think we're going to have to actually do this podcast completely all over again. Yeah. Because I have no idea how I felt about these episodes. Oh. I feel like I was excited to see Jack. Uh-huh. I'm going to say I liked this episode. I feel like you liked this episode. Okay. You said, I love this episode, mostly because I'm so excited for season five. I hate Chet, but I'm so excited that Matthew Lawrence is here. And I said, yes, it was very, very good. Okay, ask me a trivia question now. When did Corey start to like Topanga? Oh, there's no real answer for that. Um, well, and that's the correct answer. <laughs> okay, good. Good. <laughs> Glad I got your trick question. Season 5, episode 10. Um, okay, that's weird. This one doesn't say the name on it. All right, it's uh, Last Tango in Philly. Topanga and Angela go dancing with two waiters from the restaurant, leaving Corey and Sean feeling insecure. I think I thought this episode was fun, but it wasn't one of my favorites. 
Okay. And how did I feel? You thought you liked it. This is the one where at the end there's the big dance number, right? Yeah. You liked it. You gotta say stuff. <laughs> this is so hard. <laughs> Do you have any idea how difficult this is? Yeah, because I looked them all up and <laughs> spent a lot of time doing that. But I, I spent also spent a lot of time surprised at our reactions. Yeah, to I each was. Episode. I was very surprised. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I was not, and sometimes I was like, "Wow," because when you look back and at these episodes, you see them entirely differently mm-hmm. because you're remembering different parts of it that stood out to you as opposed to all of it as a whole. Like there were parts to some of these episodes that I didn't remember at all. And for me, there's like touchstones to certain episodes that make me know that like I loved an episode. And so far, none of those have been ones that you're asking Well, and me that's about. kind of on purpose. I didn't want to pick the ones that were going to be obvious. Like... These are mostly at random, but if I saw an episode was like a really popular episode, I intentionally skipped it. So you're not going to ask me how I feel about Santa's Little Helpers. Right. No, (laughs) because that would be not fun to do. Um, Season 5, episode 10, you didn't feel a lot about it. It wasn't bad, but I didn't like it, is what you said. And I said, I didn't like it. it. It was another one where I talked a lot about it feeling a lot like a home improvement episode. Mm hmm. Um, season five, episode 22, however, which is promises, promises, uh, Corey and Topanga end up at the same hotel as Alan and Amy on prom night real quick. How did you feel about it? How did I feel about it? How did you feel? Go. I liked it. How did I feel about it? You liked it. (laughs) Okay. You said, I love it. It's so entertaining. Uh, Jack is so sincere, and I adore him. (laughs) And I said it was really great. Oh, my God. It's funny to hear how often you talked about how great Jack was and then how our feelings ended on him. Well, because he was. Yeah, I'm I'm aware. You got any more trivia? Yeah. Why did Topanga cut her hair? Um, ooh. I only remember how Corey responded to that situation. Why did she cut her hair? It was because um, she was tired of people looking at her long hair. She was tired of people objectifying her because of her long hair. You're sort of there. It was she wanted to prove to Corey that looks don't matter. Mm. And then they did matter to her (laughs) and to him. Did you want another one? Sure. How many siblings does Sean have in all? In, in, like... The whole series, how many siblings does Sean have? Well, they end up talking about two of them. At the, in, the, in the first season, he has a sister that suddenly disappears. And then later on, he picks up Jack. You already talked about an episode that has another one. Which one? There's Eddie. Right? Eddie? Wasn't Eddie a cousin or something? I think that was his brother. You might be right. So, three. The answer is three. Okay. Season six, episode nine. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Poetic License. Uh, An Ode to Holden Caulfield. 
Uh, da, 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 da. Corey reads one of Sean's poems at the coffee house without his consent. Eric comes up with an unusual way to deal with exams. I loved this episode. Even though Corey was an asshole and shouldn't have read the poem. You loved Eric in this episode. But overall, you liked it. Okay, so you um, said, I really liked this episode. And then you talked about how great Ryder Strong is as an actor. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was really good, but also noted that this was the first episode that we had read from Channing Arnold on our Facebook group where he had said, we all know that Corey sucks. You should try watching this show and just oh. knowing that he sucks. So I really loved the episode because I went into it just going, yeah, Corey sucks. So what? What's the rest of the episode? Yeah. Which was really a turning point for me. So mm -hmm. I, I, again, like us um, doing this podcast changed the way that we see it, partially yeah. because of outside influence. Yeah. Uh, some of you guys out there who had th different thoughts about different things in the Facebook group on Twitter, it really did make us go, ah, okay. Yeah, and I think that is... I think coloring my perception of how I felt about some of these episodes too is we go in, we discuss them every Monday and feelings change. And so now I'm like, oh yeah, I like that episode or I didn't love it, but I thought it was fine. And then it's like, oh no, 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 actually you loved it. It was <laughs> like your favorite. All right. Season six, episode 17. Resurrection. The premature birth of the Matthews baby brings everyone together, but increases tension between Corey and Topanga. How did you feel about the episode? I liked it, but I thought it was so soap opery. Okay. And, and how you also thought it was soap opery? But did I like it? Yes. Okay. You said you didn't hate the episode, but as a Boy Meets World episode, you didn't love it because it was so soap opery. Mm -hmm. And I said this episode was a bummer. <laughs> Because this was like, I had been going the whole season thinking, Corey sucks, Corey sucks, who cares? Corey sucks, who cares? But the entirety of this episode was, look how bad Corey yeah. sucks. Yeah. How are we doing on trivia questions? How many do you I've have left? i a few. Okay. When Topanga first tells Corey that she loves him too, what does Corey toss back to her from her bedroom window? I love, oh wait. Um, his jacket. Yep. Yeah. What kind of jacket? It was a jean jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. You're way better at this game than I am at yours. <sighs> yeah. I kind of wish that we had talked about this before and you had picked some for me. Cause I wonder how I would have responded. Yeah. All right. Season six, episode 20. This episode was... Uh, the Truth About Honesty. Corey and Topanga's agreement to tell everyone everything creates tension at Rachel and Jack's dinner party. How did you feel about this episode? Gosh, that was not that long ago, and nope. I don't know. I mean, it's still, it wasn't that long ago in episode time, but in real lifetime, it was a year ago. Was it really? I mean, about, yeah. I feel like it was this year. 
Okay. Anyway, I feel like this episode was kind of eh for me. Okay. And my, why do I just always think that you're like, oh, this episode was fine. I did say that a lot. Like, going back, I said that so often. Yeah, and that's all I hear in my head is you being like, this episode was fine. Uh, I really liked this and this and this about it. Okay. Well, uh, first off, this we, we recorded this episode in December of 2021. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, you said you liked it. It wasn't one of your favorites. You loved half of it and hated the other half of it. Uh, and I said it was a fun episode with flaws. So... Doesn't really say for sure, but you you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have more trivia? I got two more for you. Um. Okay. <laughs> Season 7, Episode 4. Uh, no such thing as a sure thing. Corey tries to show Topanga that true love can survive. Jack convinces Eric to place a bet against Penbrook. How did I feel about this episode? feel like you didn't like this episode. Okay. How did you feel about this episode? I don't think I liked this episode. Okay. You said, I hated this episode. Really? Uh-huh. And I said, I hated it. All of it compiled together to form a terrible soup. <laughs> I don't know. At least I got that somewhat right. Yeah, you did. I was pretty sure we did not like that episode. Yeah, it was awful. Um, and then I'll do my last one now. Okay. Season 7, episode 13. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to pick anything too recent, mm-hmm. but I wanted to get kind of recent to see... Have you met us? I know. That's why I did this. We've had two weeks off. We don't even remember that we had a Boy Meets World podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Season 7, episode 13, The Provider. Mm-hmm. Corey and Topanga argue when Topanga gets a better job than Corey. Eric finds a penny that appears to bring good luck. I liked this episode, but Corey's neuroses was a lot to deal with. But I also thought it was relatable. You did say relatable often. And... I? You thought this episode was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now that we're on the final one, I I will point out that after a few times of me saying it was fine... I stopped writing those ones down. So the answer to most of these was not fine, but I did say that a lot. Uh, So this episode, you loved it. Mm -hmm. You said it was relatable. And I said it was fantastic. Wow. We really liked that one. Yep. So anyway, you got any more trivia? I've got a couple more for you. Okay, let's do it. In season six, in the episode when Chet Hunter died... What did Rachel think gave him his heart attack that caused his death? She kissed his cheek, right? She blew him a kiss? She flashed him? <laughs> Stop sexualizing Rachel, God. Um, I don't know. I she forget. gave him chocolate cake. Oh, that's right. I think I was mixing up a Scrubs episode where where so. Elliot Elliot flashes one of the patients and they die. All right. All right. True or false? At Corey's wedding, Sean and Eric got in a huge fight. Sean and Eric, false. Oh, good 
job. I have one more. Okay. For Corey, what were his least two favorite parts about himself? Oh man, I don't remember at all. I don't I don't remember at all. He his least favorite parts of himself were his hair and his dancing. <laughs> you were half right. It's his hair and nose. Oh, okay. That's all I got. Okay. Well, that was fun. Let's do another episode where we do that. It was a fun little romp through our podcast. Yep. Um, No, it it really is funny to look back on the episodes and try to figure out how we felt, which is a weird thing because that's me. (laughs) I'm that person. Well, I also think like we got into a habit of recording at like the peak of our emotions about the show. So, like, we watched it and took notes, and then we recorded. Yeah. Which meant, like, everything we felt while we were watching it, it was still there. Yeah. I mean, we were basically repeating everything that happened in the show Mm -hmm. with only glances at our notes, because we had just watched it. Yeah. So, if we didn't like a part of an episode, it was right... It had just happened. So, if it rubbed us the wrong way... We were going into podcasting feeling that way. Like, it wasn't like we had a couple of minutes or even, like, another day where we're like, well, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like, I was being irrational. Because we were going straight into it. So, it's really hard to remember what my, like, emotional response to an episode was a year later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do we have anything else you want to say? Just thank you so much, everybody. Um, we had so many things that brought joy to us through our Facebook group and through Twitter. Um, Thomas would do threads about episodes as he listened on Twitter, and it was so it was so fun to read through those threads. That is our dog coughing up a hairball. Go on. Um, so thank you, Thomas Hester. Um, the discussions in our Facebook group with uh, Joe and John and Channing and Zella. And um, there's there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. and Lauren. Yeah. Um there's like three more people, but it's been so wonderful to connect with everyone um, and to see a response to like our feelings on it, having people to kind of commiserate with every week. It's kind of spoiled me and it's probably the reason why I'm like, uh, everyone that I know needs to watch Love and Thunder and then tell me how they feel about it and someone is going to love it as much as I do because I've been spoiled by doing this podcast and having someone somewhere agree with how I felt about an episode. So thank you all for spoiling me. I'll never be the same. It's true. Um, and And we've had things like John sending us the cameo from Will Friedle and um, when things happen in our lives, you 
you all wouldn't even know what it was. We'd just be like, oh yeah, we had, we just had a really rough week. We won't be recording this weekend. And there would just be an outpouring of, I hope everything is okay. Take the rest that you need. I just am so grateful for everyone. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say? All of that stuff. <laughs> I want to say all that stuff. Uh, no, I, I really appreciate everyone. It's been really cool to do. Um, and Mike. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I was going to mention Mike too. But um, yeah, on that note, before I get more into my thoughts, I wanted to say there are still members of the community that are out there making podcasts. So if you still want to be part of the community and, and enjoy their content, you've got Mike at T13 Media. Um, you can listen to Book It, his wrestling show, or um, Debatable. Um, and, and last we talked, they're working on some more shows. So mm-hmm. just go to t13media.com. And then um, Boy Meets World Fever with, yeah. with Chances and Cameron. Um, that is, is your next Boy Meets World rewatch podcast. Um, they are wonderful, and they don't nearly go through the episode moment by moment as we do. And it's true. And that it's, it's, they're better for it. <laughs> yeah, they, they are actually, they have interesting and fun bits that they do um, that we don't have. <laughs> but yeah, this has been fantastic. And yeah, I, I've really appreciated everyone and having people to talk to. And, and I'm bad at social media and I've, I've very much gotten worse over the years. Me too. Um, I... I I used to have to do it a lot for the other shows that I did, and it really, really burnt me out on social media. But it's been great to have the people that we've had and, like, such a good group of people to talk to. Uh, and I really appreciate everyone. Uh, and it's been really cool to have the listeners that we've had. We're just two currently married people, previously strange people, I guess. <laughs> Doing a podcast in our bedroom with one microphone. And like, a dog. And a dog. And it it's wild to see, like, especially, so there there were two big bumps. There was a bump when um, Disney Plus came out and everybody started watching Boy Meets World again. And, and the listenership w- went crazy. And it was w- so wild to see some of the places where some of you guys are listening from. Um, that sounded creepy and more stalkery than I meant it to be, but like the different countries that Mm -hmm. we've never visited these countries and, and never known anybody from these countries. And they're listening to, to us talk about Boy Meets World and that's wonderful. Yeah. And as Channing and Zella pointed out, any of you all who listened to the first couple episodes (laughs) and decided to stick it out... Because for some reason, you're like, these episodes suck, but there's something about Tanya and Alden, and we're just going to keep listening. Um, that's wild, because they were awful. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were really were bad. terrible. Yeah. Um, Channing posted just the most wonderful, like, letter to us, essentially, on our Facebook group. And it was so sweet, but he definitely pointed out how... He stumbled upon a podcast because he just wanted something about Boy Meets World. 
and the first episode was so rough (laughs) and for some reason he decided to stick it out and we are so so grateful that you did yeah and he's not the only person plenty of people have said that it is it is funny to me but (laughs) i wonder if sometimes it shouldn't be slightly hurtful like mike mike jasko said the same thing where he Mm -hmm. was like yeah guys like we he said it live to our face which is fantastic he said uh i love your podcast those first couple episodes i hated it (laughs) (laughs) but i kept listening and i don't know why but now i love it and it's like okay thanks i think it's not even remotely hurtful to me it's fine yeah i'm joking it's not hurtful to me at all i think it's funny but it is weird that people felt that way and kept listening yeah because i agree yeah me too um, I guess that's it. I don't want to say goodbye. Then don't. What do I say instead? Class dismissed. <laughs> you don't <laughs> say goodbye. You never say goodbye. It's not part of your thing. Hmm. In fact, like, um, one of my biggest frustrations is going somewhere like a uh, your family's house or something, and you will say goodbye, but then you'll still be there for an hour. <laughs> So, like, it's just not a strong suit of yours. That's true. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay, except we're going to start driving places separately. (laughs) And this, I've chosen this. That's what we should do our next podcast about. It's just from our separate vehicles. Uh Uh-huh. Going to the same places and leaving the same places. At different times, Mm -hmm. because I've said goodbye and left. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll workshop it. Yeah, it's great. If anybody has any ideas for us, please let us know. Oh, Mike has ideas. Oh, for I us. know. Good luck, Charlie, for sure. Um, Someone said that show's not even ten years old yet. They mm-hmm. can't do a podcast about it. It is ten years old. It must be because I yeah. we've been together for nine years, and it was ending the year that we got together. Yeah, so it's been at least thirteen years. Yeah, so I think I think we could do Good Luck Charlie. We'd only have Mike listening. Yeah. <laughs> Raising Hope would be really fun, but you're not as keen on Raising Hope as I am. Yeah, I don't mind doing a show about not that I'm not as keen about. In fact, it might be better. Mm-hmm. might be more fun. Because I'm not picking apart a show that means a lot to me. Um, but also, we don't have to do a show. I don't know. I mean, we don't have to do it about a TV show or something. We could do a book club. We could do a book club. And I could be like, I read three pages of this this week. This is how I feel. It seems like <laughs> kind of like the three pages before that. There we go. Um, I guess that's going to do it for us. Um, tell people where they can find us. You can't find us because we're done. We're over. We're still we're there. Kaput. We're still there. Okay. You can find us. You can tweet at us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. You'll get approved. And then you can chat with us. Um, we are going to keep that active and we're going to keep that community open. Everyone can still like post about Boy Meets World or just check in on each other or whatever. Um, cause we've been through the past like five years together. So we got to keep in touch. Um, and that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets. No, no, no. Wait, 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 stop. There's got to be something else you want to talk about. At, uh, with 
precisely an hour to edit this podcast before I post it live. Oh. How how would our podcast be if we did not do the last episode at the last possible second? Consistency is key. Yep. Okay. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Season all of them. Episode all of them. Do good. Class dismissed.